I'm not going to have a joke here because these are both really, really serious topics um, and because I can't think of a joke. is going on everybody hope you guys are having a fantastic time while you're listening to this podcast and hopefully i can entertain you guys for the next 10 to 15 minutes while it is happening my name is seth weston and this is the unofficial memphis grizzlies podcast so without further ado let's get into it today is the time where i start to expand my roots once again where i talk about other people's teams so i am not being as selfish and other people will find interesting as much as i am the memphis grizzlies so this one is happened a couple days ago because I am so late with this is the LaMarcus Aldridge retirement and then the Utah Jazz's Donovan Mitchell's injury so we're going to start with the retirement because yeah I feel like it's more important and we'll end with Utah's Utah's uh injury that might end up hurting them in the long run so let's go ahead and get started first of all LaMarcus Aldridge has retired now I talked about a couple uh a couple weeks ago talking about the signing of LaMarcus Aldridge that the Nets did. And, yeah, this this was incredible um, for Nets fans because, like, oh, they're getting another piece of the puzzle for their team to win. Like, after getting Blake Griffin and guys like that, this was the guy that was going to help them win. But now he has retired. He retired because of an irregular heart fi- heart not heart failure, irregular heartbeat um, during one of his games. And so... That he says, quote, that night was one of the scariest nights I have ever played and lived. And so I can completely understand that. Uh, you have to put your health first. And he seems to be okay right now, but he just doesn't want to risk it again. And that's definitely understandable and respectable even um, for me. Now, he had never uh, worn or earned a championship ring with any team. He's played for several teams, including the Charlotte Hornets and then, of course, San Antonio Spurs and the Brooklyn Nets, and so this is this is in he'll never have one again, which is a bummer to see because he is one of the best he he's one of the best centers of all time. Um, will he will his legacy reflect that? I don't really know because he never really he didn't win a ring, and most of the time people were remembered by their championships, and so I don't know if uh, I don't know if he will ever. I don't. I, I think it would definitely be remembered. I can definitely assure you that. Um, but to the degree as some of these other guys, I don't really know. Uh, like he, he's one of the best big men in the entire league in history. Um, definitely up there. But it's really really sad to see him go. And so I just I'm I, I am I'm I'm not a Spurs fan, which I've known him for most of my time watching basketball as a San Antonio Spur. However. I definitely my deepest condolences um, to Nets fans because this is this was it they were gonna they were probably gonna win the championship maybe not so much now which I'll go over in a minute but yeah he entered the league in 2006 and he has played up to this year so that means that he's been in the league for oh gracious 14 14 15 almost 15 years actually and so great great job uh, he had an amazing 
NBA career, and I think he, I, I will not forget him personally, and I don't think many people will. So people having people saying things on Twitter includes the Brooklyn Nets, um, the, the Brooklyn Nets Twitter, which I am not on Twitter, but I am just reading um, from this article. Nikola Vucevic, Danny Green, Bradley Beal, Jared Dudley, Nicholas Batum, Isaiah Thomas, Rudy Gobert, Robin Lopez, and that's it. So there could be very well more, but those are the ones listed here. So definitely, definitely people, these people who are sad about this, saying nice things about him. He was an all-star for a, for a lot of his career. And yeah, it's just tough to see him go. So now talking about from a basketball and, a, and, uh, and it's just an NBA Brooklyn Nets team. Um, this is going to hurt. Now the good news is that he they did not trade anything for him. They just bought him out. So that's a little bit of dead cap there, but not a tremendous amount. And so the Nets are still one of the NBA's hottest teams, and I think they will continue to do that. They are struggling with injury. Kevin Durant has been injured for a while. Um, and then James Harden and Kyrie Irving have not put on this, not put, been on the court at the same time in a long time. And so struggling with injuries is going to be a big, uh, big um, liability for the Brooklyn Nets if they still can win a championship. Do I believe they can still win a championship? Absolutely. I think they can. I think they can do it with ease, actually. Now, uh, they still have great centers in Deontay Jordan. Now, he is he's a little bit old, but he is a fantastic NBA player. So now getting him more playing time, I think, is going to be a big help. And he and he played center for a lot of the, t- of the season before they got uh, LaMarcus Aldridge for that little while. Um, they actually played. He didn't play for very long, but he did a fantastic job while he was playing. And so I think Deont- uh, Deontay Jordan will be a driving force for this team. There's no like official centers other than on that on the team. But Bruce Brown has played some small, uh, sorry, uh, a center as well. And so yeah, I, I think I think that the Nets should be okay. Will they finish at the one seed? I don't know. Going on the stretch with the 76ers is going to be a hard task. But I believe they can do it as long as they get these injuries under control. So final thoughts about this topic. Really sad to see a great NBA player go, but it definitely makes the East more interesting than it has been uh, in a while. So I think I think this 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 could potentially hurt Nets fans, but I don't think it needs to be. I don't think this needs to be the end of the world for their championship hopes and dreams. So it'll be interesting to see, though. We'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see going on into the playoffs this season. Now the second part of the podcast today is going to be about Donovan Mitchell's injury. So he got injured playing the Indiana Pacers a couple of days ago and yeah he has a right ankle sprain at the moment and there's no structural damage to them as you probably already know because once again this is old news I just wanted to talk about. This came out this article I'm reading came out on the 17th of um, the 17th of April uh, where I got my information from. So, no structural damage for him. That is good. However, he is expected to miss several weeks. I think it was. Yes, several weeks. Um, and so, yeah, the Jazz are not going to rush him back. The Jazz will probably make the playoffs. Will they make the one seed? I don't really know. Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley are really going to need to step up. Even, uh, oh, what's his name? Royce O'Neal. I can't, sorry. I, I remember you. I just, <laughs> I just don't remember your name. I think uh, Royce O'Neal is going to definitely need to stand up. And so how it happened, he landed very awkwardly on his foot, um, and Edmund Sum, um, Sumner 
War was uh, got got under him, and he tried to avoid him, and he landed awkwardly. So the X-rays were negative, and so yeah, he's he's not going to be playing for a little while. Uh, this did happen earlier. This, this is this did happen a little while ago, like over the um, over the weekend, and so like on Friday or Saturday or Friday, no Saturday, um, and so yeah, this this is going to hurt. I think uh, I think I think this is going to hurt. Will he be back? For the playoffs, I do not really know. Um, Rudy Gobert has been struggling with a little bit of injury. Mike Conley as well in the last couple of games. Derek Favors along with those guys. And so they are expected to be back um, as of tonight. They're probably going to be playing tonight. But yeah, I think I, I think that they are going to... I think they're going to miss Donovan Mitchell a lot. Will they be able to keep the one seed? I'm really not convinced. Suns are surging at the moment. And, yeah, I think the Suns might overtake the Jazz, which would be a huge surprise for me that the Jazz were able to do that. Um, but, yeah, Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert are probable um, tonight. And uh, Ilsan Ibiasova is doubtful for tonight's game. And Derek Favors is questionable. And so Mitchell will be evaluated in a week, uh, which is this Saturday, actually, because a week from when he got injured. Uh, and so th- that will be really telling. Um, I will be able to keep you guys updated all my podcasts over the weekend, just talking about it, and just whenever we get more information out from him. But uh, it's an ankle injury, and so those always those always tend to last for a little while. So playoffs are coming up. Will this last into the playoffs? I do not really know. So he'll be re- excuse me, he'll be reevaluated the twenty fourth of uh, the twenty fourth of April, which is a Saturday. The playoffs start. Let's see when do the playoffs start. I believe it is. I believe it's the end of May. I'm just gonna double check that. I don't want to give you false information. Yes, May 22nd um, is that. So I don't know if that is including the play-in game, but I don't know if that's the play-in game or that's the actual playoff game. Uh, but yeah, I think that is the playoffs. And so that is a that, that's a lot of time. That's over a month from now. And so even if they have to sit Donovan Mitchell for the rest of the month and the NBA season. The, the regular season, which I highly doubt, they are going to be in a decent position to have him back. They do not want to rush him back because Donovan Mitchell is playing absolutely out of his mind recently. And so, yeah, putting up 25-plus points per game recently. So definitely not going to want to rush him back. But they they have to make a decision when is too early. Do they want to, do they want to rush him back um, as fast as he can? Or do, do they wait as long as physically possible so he doesn't get hurt again? Or yeah, just risk this amazing player. He um he is scheduled to be a free agent recent decently soon, I think. And so yeah, overall though, I think the Jazz. I think this this loss for the Jazz is gonna is gonna hurt worse than the and then the Aldridge win because Aldridge was playing good, but Donovan Mitchell is the Utah Jazz. He was leading this team to victory this season, and now having him gone, uh, it could do something for morale as well as just playoff seeding and so they fall down to the two they're gonna have to maybe maybe play the Memphis Grizzlies I don't want that because the Jazz are incredible and so I mean we beat them once this season maybe we can do it again but yeah if the NBA season ended right now the Utah Jazz would be in the one seed but they have a one and a half game above the Phoenix Suns and that's not a lot that can dwindle in a blink of an eye and so 
they want to they want to uh, to win as many of these games as possible just because Utah is in a just not a great not a fantastic position after losing their best player. Phoenix and Los Angeles are on their tail. And so will they be will I there's no doubt that they'll make the playoffs. There's absolutely no doubt. But keeping that keep the higher seeds, you want to keep those higher seeds. And so 42 and 15 is a record right now. I'll be very interested to see how much it falls without Donovan Mitchell. But overall, I don't think they should be completely worried. Uh, just let them rest as much as possible. And if you start losing multiple games in a row that you shouldn't, then that is the time to panic. I'm actually going to surprise you, even though I it's going to be in the title, so never mind. I'm not really going to be a surprise. But I am going to be talking about the, the probable return of Jaron Jackson Jr. tonight. And so what I wanted to say first is Jonas Valanciunas has been ruled <coughs> excuse me, out due to concussion protocol, which that scares me. I don't know how that happened. But, yeah, looking at the Memphis Grizzlies injuries for the Denver Nuggets, Winslow is questionable, Melton is questionable, Brandon Clark is questionable, Dylan Brooks is questionable, Valanciunas is out, and Jaron Jackson has been upgraded to doubtful. So, the reason I really think this is going, that maybe we'll play him tonight, is because Justice Winslow was doubtful whenever we put him in our first game. And... The fact that we're without Jonas Valanciunas tonight um, lacks us a big man, and we might start Jaron Jackson Jr. tonight. This is just me speculations and speculations from other Grizzlies um, websites and articles, but I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it's interesting how now he's doubtful for the first time this season. And so, if nothing else, this is a positive thing. This is reassuring that he'll be back decently soon. He said he's going to come back by the end of April. It is April 19th. We're getting to the end of April. And so he could just be just a bully to us and say, oh, I'll be back April 39th. Sorry, not 39th. What am I talking about? 31st. Um, But yeah, this game against the Nuggets will be really interesting starting at 8 o'clock tonight. Um, you You might have to watch out for because Jaron Jackson Jr. physically could play. Do I think he will? I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but yeah, now without Valanciunas, this game is going to be, this, this game is going to be a struggle, but yeah, Valanciunas has been the best, best player for the Memphis Grizzlies recently, um, and yeah, he's just an amazing rebounder as well, and so, I don't, I don't really know. They are without Jamal Murray, though, so maybe we can win this game, but hopefully, Jaron Jackson Jr. will come back. I just wanted to mention that. But that is going to do it for me today. Just speculation. Just speculation about that last one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys absolutely did enjoy it. Let me guys let you, let me know um, what you think about the topics I talked today. Three big topics about retirement, injury, and possible uh, game changing comeback for one of the one of the league's most underrated teams, in my opinion, and the most high rising team in the league. Once again, in my opinion, probably biased. But, I don't know. If you want to hear more fantastic music like the music you hear at the beginning and each and end of the podcast, go check out Harley Genius on YouTube. It's also great music. I say it every single time, so you should go by it and give it a try if you have not already. Tomorrow, I will have a podcast talking about a recap of that Memphis Christmas game against the Denver Nuggets. So, hopefully, you can look forward to that one tomorrow afternoon slash evening. Also, you can find me on YouTube, my website, and wherever you listen to your podcasts that continue to support me. Links will be down in the description. Finally, I hope your team is absolutely fantastic in the rest of the NBA season, unless they are playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Until next time, my name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Later.